Hey, 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 this is Sophie. Welcome to another episode of Chop Maoni. And this is Bagari. Uh, happy to be here. How are you doing, Sophie? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Uh-huh. How are you? Excellent. Yes. How was your week? My week was interesting. Um, I came across this thing, which is like, it feels like we're starting late on our Me Too movement. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting. There was a campaign by campuses, mm. so the Kenyan campuses, to address sexual harassment mm. of students on mm-hmm. campus. Mm. And they're calling it Campus Me Too. And I thought it was so interesting because I think this is something that has been happening for a long time and it's been known. And and maybe the documentary that was done about the West African universities sort of spurred the what conversation. So in, in West Africa, as in many places, sexual harassment on campuses is rampant. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they were doing this thing where it's called sex for grades, where female students, mostly female students, f- feel pressured to have sex with their lecturers in order to pass a class or an exam. Feel pressured by the professor. By the professor or the lecturer. Mm-hmm. So Feel pressured or are pressured? Both. They are pressured and they feel the pressure. Mm. Yeah. And so it sparked such an outrage um, for a long time after that documentary aired on BBC because of the expose and because the the female students said that this has been going on for so long and we've not had a, a space where we can safely talk about it or safely address the issue mm-hmm. or safely stucky these guys. So, and I thought, obviously, this, and then because of that conversation, Twitter just blew up, African Twitter in general, where people from all over the, the continent were like, yeah, this happens here too, it's a common thread. But then it was it was a little quiet for for Kenya, and then suddenly last week or this week they came out with this campus me too, and it was so interesting because they were saying um, they were collecting, they were trying to get the universities to have a policy that addresses sexual harassment, which was with the the students now okay. were pushing for this, which got me thinking like they didn't have one before. I mean, isn't it? I think it is uh, almost a requirement that any space, any workplace, any institution of education has a policy against sexual harassment. I think, I think sometimes policies come out of events that happen. Yeah. That will be like, oh, uh, now sexual harassment is a thing. We need a sexual harassment policy. policy yeah. Uh, now that dress code is a thing, we need a dress code policy. Yeah. It, I think so. Things emerge as they start to become an issue at the forefront. Yeah. And even the, if it was an issue before, nobody yeah. came out to complain. So nobody had the foresight to say, yeah. okay, we need a sexual harassment policy. policy. Um, and I think the effort that goes into creating one, people are kind of like, hey, you know, unless we actually have to, unless it's a thing, a thing, then yeah. we, won't, we won't need to, to do one. So if it's not broken, don't fix it. Uh, yeah. But obviously... It's been broken. Mm. And I don't know, I remember when I was in uni, many, many, many moons ago, I had a roommate who... Mm. <laughs> this is but funny. But you're not in university in, in Kenya. No, this was in the States. So, and, and this problem is not unique to to us it happens mm-hmm. everywhere there's human beings to us to to Ke- to Kenya to Kenya mm-hmm. yeah it is going to it's going to be happening everywhere where you have people in power and those who are not in power somebody is going to try and take advantage of the other group so in uni though this was very fascinating for me because i had a roommate who 
um, at the time she was sleeping with her lecturer. Mm-hmm. And this was her choice to do it. Mm. But I, I was always concerned. So they were in a relationship or she was... That's the thing. I don't know if it was a relationship. And how did you know? Because she told us. She <laughs> she just came out and she's like, yeah, I'm going to mm. do it. Mm. Like, I think he's into me and I kind of... She I, was into him. I don't mind him. Mm. I mean, you know, it. you know, something can come of it. But for me, there was always the, the power dynamic. Like, at any moment, if something happened and he lost interest or if she lost interest and then he failed her you know or if of or if he lost interest and then she went and accused him of, of yeah. this there was always that possibility that that could happen i mean there's always and i think speaking of that that something similar happened with um, the ceo of mcdonald's i think he was in a relationship with someone who worked at a, in, in mcdonald's yeah and uh, i think because the relationship became known and yeah. i i I'm not sure. I think he's the one who admitted to it or mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, I think he's being fired or something like that, right? Um, and so they, I think the main issue between this kind of like the boss and, and, the, the, mm-hmm. and the student and, and the boss and the employee or the professor and the student is really has to do with the, the complications of power dynamics yeah. and whether someone in a position of power has the authority to kind of uh, influence, negatively influence someone, someone who is not in the same position. Yeah. But this thing of, uh, I mean, it's, it's especially shocking for a university. When you yeah. think of a university as the, uh, a place of the highest degree of learning and education and civilization yeah. and civility, yeah. that a place like this yeah. can do something that's so low down in the dirty gutter. Like there are people doing that. That a professor <laughs> will, on one side of his mouth, talk about the economy and or talk about gender equality yeah. or talk about you know how to do the positive things that they expect their students to do and human and on rights on the other side of the mouth yeah they are soliciting sex for the grade for grades yeah and that just speaks to i mean that just reinforces that whole idea of power dynamics when yeah. you're, you know uh, uh power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely, absolutely yeah right so um i don't know how now, in this day and age of uh, the Me Too movement, Me yeah. Too movement being, you know, women now standing up and saying, we've been harassed for too long, we're yeah. harassed everywhere, we're, when we're walking past construction sites, we're harassed by cat calling. Yeah. When we're in, at work, we're being harassed. I remember when I, actually when I was, uh, like, probably late teens, early 20s, and the time, like, just going to town and walking, uh, you know, whatever, from yeah. the bus stop to wherever. I remember one guy coming and telling me, Madam, see you smile, stop stop frowning see you smile yeah and alice was like oh gosh gosh i must be frowning oh and i never really thought of it i never thought of it as a thing that the guy is really imposing himself or his Mm -hmm. views or whatever it is on me i was just like oh i guess i must have i must come off very angry yeah so i made it a conscious effort to be like a little bit more relax the face you know don't be looking so angry but later on when this whole thing came of like actually these a man shouldn't be coming and telling you smile. Be something. Oh, is this a circus? <laughs> Why am I? Who am I smiling for? I got things on my mind. Yeah. You know? And I think about it later, and I'm like, actually, that's harassment. You know, it's 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 nothing. T- like, why should he dictate how I should be feeling, or how I should put my face, or how I should walk, or how, or I should how you do should what? dress? And yeah, and, and I never thought about it then. When yeah. I think about it now, I'm like, yeah, actually, it doesn't. But people always talk about how um, I'm starting to say, you know, the Me Too movement has kind of overtaken itself. You know how? Yeah. You know how when you're running down a hill and you start running nicely and then the hill is so steep you start <laughs> running, running over faster, yourself yeah. that's kind of like what's happening with the me too it's snowballing 
now everything's gray area. If a guy uh, tells you something, he tells you you look pretty, it can become a me too issue. Yeah. And I'm not even talking like this some like a guy who a potential yeah. who potentially yeah, yeah, yeah. becomes a me too issue. Yeah. There was this uh, comedian who I think was in a, a he was dating this chick and I think they went back to his place and yeah. they were kind of getting into the zone of like uh, she was complex. She wanted. He kissed her, and she kissed him back. But then, at some point, she changed her mind. And yeah. when he ch- when she changed her mind, she he was like, "Okay, fine. I guess you can go." But then later on, she was like, "This it was guy the was worst. in when I was in his house. He tried. He was kissing me, and he he was like, dude we it didn't, was yeah. not like I was when she said no. I said fine, and she left, and it was all finished. You know, I think so. The, it, I think it's become that kind of snowball effect yeah. of like you know, there's there is harassment. Let's not get that twisted. Yeah. There is harassment. But there are also times when it isn't harassment and there are also times when women, because now women take the benefit, it's a benefit of the doubt. Yeah. If I say, uh, Simon said, has said. been doing this to me, he has no way of saying, that's a that's a lie. Yeah. I didn't do it. He's already judged and jurored. So, <laughs> so there's, there's, and there's, so mul- there's multiple sides to this this coin. So, yeah. you, so you have sexual assault, which is clear, you know, like rape and, yeah. and that one, mm-hmm. which in itself is also difficult to prove, and we know mm-hmm. why. Then you have sexual harassment where, for example... Wait, wait let's be clear. Difficult yeah. to prove how? Because it's done in usually in a setting where there are no witnesses. So it's mm-hmm. your word against mine. Unless you can be tested. Unless yeah. you can be tested and there's physical injury and yeah, all of that sort of thing. It but could it's, have also it, been consensual. It could have been consensual. Yeah. So it's it's really, really difficult. So you have that where I think most people agree sexual har- assault, we don't like it. Clearly, yeah. Get out, get rid of it. Then you have sexual harassment, which if you watch this documentary by these uh, by the, the BBC documentary on sex mm-hmm. for grades, a lot of the, the, the men caught on film, which was so interesting because they ended up denying that, you know, I did not do that. Though they are, they are clearly on camera saying the things that they are saying to these students and they're like, you know, kiss me, can I hug you? They sort of come off as they're suggesting, but you still have a choice to say no. And, and what, what I saw in the conversations that followed the documentary airing and also with this campus, Me Too, here in Nairobi, was... There were some people who were saying, why do the women agree to this? Why do the students agree to this? And mm-hmm. this affects both male and female students, mm-hmm. to be clear. Mm-hmm. But there's this sense that you have the power inherently to say, no. To say mm-hmm. no and leave that situation when really, actually, when you think about it, you don't. Mm-hmm. And I can say from experience, well, this did not happen to me in campus. Mm-hmm. I've been in a situation where they, there's been something that I need from somebody. And them understanding that I need this thing have broached, have made a sexual advance or a suggest a ju- suggestion. And in that moment, wait, I, I don't understand. Say that again. You are sexually suggesting something to someone. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I needed some. Yeah. I needed something from somebody. And and even in saying this, it's it kind of makes me feel like oh my god, it takes me back to that moment. So, and this person is 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 well known, is a prominent figure in this country. He's well celebrated. So, I. I approached him with a, with a business idea and I thought with his networks that, you know, he could possibly link me to one of them mm-hmm. and, and go from there. So, but then him understanding that, I think, because I know they know that, they know that they're in this they position of power, power yeah. and they can get whatever it is they want, they're trying to get. Mm-hmm. So he, he made that sexual advance. And in that moment, I was like, if I leave, if I, if I knee him in the groin, mm-hmm then I don't get this business mm. deal that I'm trying to pursue. Mm. 
Um, if I stay though, what happens? Mm. Like what happened? You, it's such a difficult position mm. to be in. And I think until somebody has been in that position, they can understand yeah. why it's, it's the power. Yeah, it's yeah, the power because, because, because it's, uh, it's, it's highly unequal. Someone, yeah. has, someone has so much power yeah. over you and how the direction of how, what direction your life will take yes. that you almost are helpless in, in light of that. And I remember also similarly to me when I was uh, young and I was, I was trying to go into, go into university. Oh, actually, I was go trying to get into another course. Yeah. And, and at that point, it was like I was really, I really wanted this opportunity. Mm -hmm. And we went to, so I went through the whole process and then uh, I went to kind of lobby to people and say, look, you know, I, I'm applying for this thing. How can you, can, can you refer me to someone? How do I, what's the best thing I can do to, when I'm doing my application, yeah. or how can I improve my application to get this? Because I really, really want this. Yeah. And then this person was like, ah, you know, I can, I can help, help you, you, but why don't we go on a drive? You oh, can enter gosh. my car, we go on a drive. Yeah. And I was with my friend. And my friend was like, I mean, my friend was just there, like shell shock. Like, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, because um, you understood immediately yeah. what he was saying yeah, without I knew. saying it explicitly. But then you see, I think in that moment, yeah, I think this kind of also ties in with parenting because I had, I was very sure of myself. I was yeah. very sure of who I was. Yeah, I had no intention. That was not even something I could even consider doing. Yeah, in whatever circumstance. And yeah. I mean. Not and, and I think it was good that I wasn't in a very. I was. I really wanted this opportunity, but it wasn't like Life if or I death. don't get this opportunity, yeah. I my family is not going to eat and people are going to die or something yeah. drastic like that. I was. I w I wanted this opportunity very very badly, but I had so much confidence and surety in myself yeah. that I was like, this thing is not worth Would me. That, yeah, and I was like, you and your car drive. <laughs> You know where to put that, yeah. Because I will survive. You know, I I know how to make ways for myself. Yeah. I can figure out a way. Yeah. But imagine if someone, if if it was the same me, but in a position where of it didn't mean life and death, yeah. Then and for this a person has this, a power over me yeah. that I cannot control. Yeah, and that's what happens to a lot of these students. Like when I was reading some of the comments, you know, this girl was like, if 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 i didn't go through with it with what he was asking and then again it, it, the lines are really blurred because mm -hmm. the professor can argue let's say she reports he'll be like but she said yes it was consensual i didn't rape her at mm. the door she could have walked out at any time you know so there's that thing where you're just like what do you do in that situation so for her she said i had to because if this guy held back my grade I would not graduate. And mm -hmm. if I didn't graduate, and given all the sacrifices that my family it had made. It has a domino effect on life. Yeah. yeah. And then how do I advance in life if I have not mm -hmm. graduated? And that is the main problem for a lot of people who are in this situation mm -hmm. is that this person is the key mm -hmm. to your success. Yeah. Like, especially when it comes to school. You know, it's one thing if it's a career, you'd be like, no, I can find another job. Mm -hmm. Now you're in your fourth year at Harvard and mm -hmm. you're like, can I drop out, mm. go to another university, start from zero? Where's the money? Where's the loan that will pay for this? And then people are like, you could have reported him. And you're like, you wanted me to report the, the dean of the... Of, yeah, you know, it's <laughs> like you can't... You nobody can't. will believe you. No one and believes you. And then you'll be you. black, 
blacklisted even and blackballed. Like, yeah, they will just be it. Yeah, and and so that's the thing because all those people will be like, yeah, you should have said something, you should have reported, mm-hmm. and these sorts of cases are one are some of the most underreported. Mm-hmm. I mean, sexual assault, sexual harassment. No one believes it. It's the victim. The burden is on the victim to prove mm-hmm. that this happened to them. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work in any other crime. Mm-hmm. If you're robbed, it's not up to you to prove <laughs> that you are robbed. Yeah. You know, if, if there was an accident or anything, if you were mm-hmm. murdered, for example. But when it comes to sex, it's usually, and mostly for women, the burden mm-hmm. is on them mm-hmm. to prove. And then they have to explain. And not explain. even just the burden, yeah. the blame. Because they and were the like, blame. and what were you wearing? And why were you and, in his and office? And what did you say? Yeah. Why did you why did and why did why you why did you let yourself go in the office by yourself? And why did you enroll in that course? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could have studied home science where there's only women <laughs> lecturers. You know, there's all these why didn't you why didn't you why yeah. didn't you when really it should be why does this person continue to behave like this mm-hmm. and there's no accountability. Yeah. So now for example in the in the in the BBC documentary, so the the perpetrators, they denied and they denied that, like, no, I didn't, I would never, it was entrapment. But they're still, the, mm-hmm. the universities have not actually fired them. Mm-hmm. So then, you're like, how? Yeah. They're like, we are very serious about sexual harassment. They have not said anything about having an investigation, opening mm-hmm. an investigation. And you know, if somebody has has done this, there's a pattern of behavior. You're mm-hmm. not the first student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. it has happened many times before, yeah. and and if you just if one person could come out, I'm sure there are many more who would come out and be like, "Yep." Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very it's a very interesting situation, um, but it, it, I'm very glad that things are starting to change. Uh, there's more of a push for uh, believing the victim. Yeah, uh, but there is caution on like let's not. Yeah, you can't just take someone's statement blanket. You know, you have to. You have to. You. Everybody says you must. When women say that they have something has happened to them, sexual assault, you must, must believe, believe them. them. But I think it's it's almost like, uh, and I it's almost like trying to not overcompensate. It's, it's not the word I want to use, yeah. but in a sense, it's like you give everybody blanket benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt. Yeah, but a portion of that. Uh, you know, of of those people are lying, yeah, and destroying the lives of, of men who are who are not rapists or sexual assaulters. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely true. But I I think the first step is the willingness to investigate and mm-hmm. say, okay, fine, we've received your claim, mm-hmm. we're opening up an investigation, mm-hmm. and then give, exactly give both parties an yeah. opportunity to defend themselves yeah. or explain or mm-hmm. uh, and do all of that because. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's been the other side where men are like, we cannot be alone with women because they might say this and they mm. might say that. And that, I, yeah, that is possible. I'm not saying women are blameless. Mm. Um, some women lie. Mm. So they're going to finger a guy. Okay, that sounded funny. They're going to delete that. <laughs> they're going to point a finger at a person who is, <laughs> who is not, um, you know, because yeah. they are also seeking to gain to gain something so yeah i mean <laughs> i know that one but it is appropriate for this conversation <laughs> oh my god <laughs> anyway yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, because the power can also flip on mm-hmm. the side of the so-called victim and mm-hmm. be like, if you don't do this for me, yeah. I'm going to say that you did yeah. this to me. Yeah. 
So ah, it's it's a fine. It's, it's yeah. I don't know. There need to be better structures in place, and I think people need to think this through a lot more. And I, you know, and I think about it. You know, it it's happening still in a place like the U.S. where mm-hmm. you know things are so. You feel like in the U.S. things are a lot developed. People are a lot more empowered. Women are a lot more empowered. Um, and so you kind of feel a sense of helplessness in a in a way for a country like ours in yeah. Kenya, where the inequality is so steep that almost everybody who has any iota of power mm-hmm. can wield it with such a, large, a wide radius. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so if it's happening in a place with, as progressive, I we like to think America is progressive. It's very not progressive. It's in, not in, in, a, in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. It's progressive in some. Yeah. Uh, if it can happen there. And to such a, a large extent, extent and we yeah. think of American women as strong women, empowered, mm-hmm. they can speak themselves, they're fighting and picketing in the streets yeah. and all that type of stuff. And you think about us here, who we're not as empowered. Yeah. The inequality is really high um, and the power dynamic is very steep. Yeah. Um, to what extent are we also... To, I mean, it must be happening and to a crazy extent. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. In I developing mean, countries, not it, just in Kenya. Definitely, and and even as I was I was trying to get information about this, the it's so underreported because mm-hmm. even I was looking at the stats. They only listed in one university, University of Nairobi, mm-hmm. and they said 38% female and 33% men. Male have experienced sexual harassment, mm-hmm. um, either from lecturers or from other staff. But that's one university. I mean, how many universities do we have in Kenya and institutions mm-hmm. of higher learning? Mm-hmm. So we don't have the data. So even even as we're trying to say we need policy, that policy needs to be backed up by some kind of mm-hmm. a data, yeah. which is sorely lacking. Yeah. So it almost seems that the universities themselves have to take the initiative and say we have these measures in place and educate the, both their their staff, their personnel, and the students as well, mm-hmm. as to what. And I think there's even a problem of understanding what sexual harassment is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I it can be like, but I said she looks nice. I like tying those jeans. Mm. You know, so for the person saying that, they don't feel See, that that like was harassment. Just like I how complimented people, yeah, her. people in on construction sites say, like, we were just appreciating uh, the beauty. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. had to whistle. <laughs> and the woman is like, that is sexual harassment. Yeah. So there's a whole thing about the definition of yeah. what it what it is and what the recourse is if you're feeling harassed. Does that mean? What does that mean? Mm. I mean, what does that entail? And. Mm. And, and what's this? And what's the signal to proceed? Like if you're on a date with someone and you go back to their house, uh, like this the story I was telling you. Yeah. What is the signal? Like by the time we've kissed. Uh, yeah. We, how was the signal to progress to the next stage? Are we how getting naked know, or yeah, fast? Time? How do I know we can proceed? Or yeah. How is it? Are you going to go and report me to the papers tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. And what? And what in the case like the CEO of McDonald's? I'm assuming this relationship was consensual, but he ends up losing his job anyway because they have. They have rules. Against, they have you know, rules yeah. against that. So does that mean that then it can never happen in any space? For example, with my roommate, mm-hmm. who she had a thing for the lecturer. She actually did, and mm-hmm. it seemed that it was mutual. But mm-hmm. then I guess because there's a risk that at any moment mm-hmm. one person can flip and can say this was not consensual, yeah. Yeah. and the whole mm. nonsense that spills yeah. from that. Well, at the World Bank, I think what they have yeah. is that you know the World Bank. Is, I think like three thousand employees or something like that. Yeah. They have a policy where I mean, and people fall in. You know, people fall in. You're good to be three thousand people. People are gonna fall in. Yeah, right. So, what they do, what they their policy is, you can 
be in a relationship with someone, but yeah. they just cannot have any reporting uh-huh. oversight okay. power. Can't be around, your subordinate. Yeah. You, you cannot. He, you cannot report to them. Yeah, there can be no circumstance under which you have to report to them. Yeah, uh, or they will be, you know, under you or whatever. Yeah. So I think it's uh, <laughs> under you. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. This conversation is full of those things, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And that makes it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I think it's it still remains a difficult subject, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who and a lot of, especially for men. I try to think about this from a male perspective, mm-hmm. where you felt cornered, you know, by a lady or a, man. Yeah, any of those. Yeah. And then how do you? Who do you tell? How do you even come to terms with it for yourself? Mm-hmm. Because it's hard enough for a woman. I mean, yeah. in my situation, I've been bugged by this thing for so long. Mm-hmm. And for so many years, and I've wanted to say it, but you know, I fear the repercussions. Mm. This guy can decide to sue me, and then mm-hmm. where will I be? You know. yeah. yeah. But so I, I try to imagine for a, a guy in this space where he's just like, yeah. How do I even broach the subject? Who mm-hmm. do I tell? Because I think for a guy it's much harder because yeah. if it's a, a woman in power who is soliciting or, or, or suggesting uh, demanding. this, they're like, well, why didn't you say yes? I mean, you're a man. <laughs> do I mean, it. You should Give be her. like, happy. Do it. Okay. <laughs> Pat on the back. Yeah. Thing. So that's one problem. Yeah. Second problem is if, if it's a man who has done it to another man. Yeah. How do you even... You know, the whole homosexuality gay thing now yeah. starts and guys are like, oh, you must be gay. We're like, no, 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 I was raped. They'll be like, ah, uh, uh, yeah, no. Especially for young. I mean, when yeah. you're older, it's a, it may be, maybe, I'm not sure, it may be easier to deflect from uh, mm-hmm. homosexual advances. But if someone has enough power on you, you know, yeah. how, do you, how do you do that? And that, um, I was watching another CNN clip on Instagram the other day uh, about the priests. There was this priest who I think is a, he is in the Opus Dei. Yeah. And he was deployed to some deep part of Central African Republic because he had been involved in some, you know, Pedophilia, Manenos, in where he was, and he was taken to deepest recesses of the Central African Republic. Of course, he continued doing this stuff. The lady, I forget her name, she's this uh, field reporter, she's excellent. She's Somali. She went and found that guy, the priest, and she was like, You have been doing this. Can you explain yourself? The guy was just like, "Uh, uh, 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 uh." And she was like, I can't even, I I don't even know what to say, what kind of. Man, you are. Yeah. She just like she. She went off yeah, on him. Yeah, she went off on him, and um, he was just standing there, like he couldn't believe he had been found in yeah. the deeper recesses <laughs> of the Congo. But this, the issue was, they also interviewed the the boy and his father, and the boy couldn't even. He couldn't mm. even talk. Yeah, he was like, this guy did a very bad thing, thing to, to me. me. And he couldn't the even trauma. go. The dad was like, yeah, you know, my son was sodomized by this guy who yeah. had power over him, and you could see. The kid was just decimated. Yeah. He could not do anything. And I think that also relates to how women feel or, or people who have been harassed, men or women who have been harassed. Yeah. You you feel so demeaned. Yeah. It is. It's like and people keep saying you have a choice, but you don't you, you don't. don't have the power dynamic is yeah. such that you don't really have a choice. So no. you're actually making a life decision uh, when you are in a situation like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really terrible and, and the lack of support or the lack of understanding and and then it being thrown back in your face like mm. Psh, that can't happen to me i would never let such a thing happen to I me know. why would you let it happen to you mm. so I, I i mean i think it's great that we are finally at the place where we're having the conversation like you said i hope mm-hmm. more institutions especially universities because my feeling is that it's happening in mm. a big big way and a lot of people are 
people's lives are being destroyed because of this. So hopefully they have a policy in place and they have something that spells out what happens um, if this happens to to a student. And I even saw that, um, as, especially with UON, they set up uh, some hotline numbers where okay. students can call and say whatever it is that they need to say about that subject, which was which was great. At least it's. I hope I hope it actually works because you know we all know about suggestion boxes at <laughs> public I mean, institutions. Are they actually even, used? People, I have never used a suggestion people box. People even open those suggestion boxes. <laughs> I do, is anything put in there other than cuss words and <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there's there's that and i think again as a as a as a parent of girls this is these are the things i'm always mm. struggling with like what happens to my kids if they're ever in that situation will they tell me yeah. and even if they tell me what can i do can i take down an entire institution yeah i i always feel about i always think about myself in the situation that i was in and i yeah. think of that power that i, I felt and i had yeah and i was like you have zero power over me. I, I want this thing. I'm mm. thinking you can advise me how to get this thing. But I, my life will go on. Yeah. And I think the key is to instill that kind of sense of wholeness and belief in yourself, in your children. Yeah. That they're able to make that decision and say, yes, this thing is important to me. Yeah. But it's not worth this thing. It's not worth it. Um, in, a, in an era where, you know, this is a thing of campus. A, a lot of the people are kind of throwing away school in a way. Saying, yeah. you know, we don't really need to go to university to after be successful. All, I can yeah. start my own business. After all, there are many people who have been successful who have not finished uh, university. Yeah. Um, that's uh, the you know mixed reactions. That's a subject for another podcast. Uh, yeah. But right now, it's it's kind of it's empowering in a sense that you don't have to. It's not going to be life and death if you don't get your yeah. degree. And if this person is in the way of of. Of that you achieve your goals yes try to find a way around it but yeah. you're not going to be thrown away you're not going to be rubbish if you don't have a degree people have been fine yeah um, i hope it doesn't get to that i'm not saying that <laughs> you if, if you're if you're in a situation where you're being harassed just abandon your degree and be <laughs> like i can't get this thing uh, yeah. but in terms of your self-worth yeah. it's not tied to to, to the material things yeah. you make you make um you make you yeah, and you can be a successful person um, in your own right, regardless. And and you can stand up for yourself. Yeah, I think there's there's also a lot of power in the in the people who are able to speak out and say this happened to me. Um, it definitely helps the others who are still silent mm-hmm. to to say okay, then it wasn't something that I did. It is this person who is the a nasty wrong, person. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like I applaud all of those young girls who are able to be like, mm-hmm. yeah. This is happening and and we need help and yeah. this is what we are demanding now we're demanding action be taken we're demanding that these universities mm. take a stand and and support us because after all this is this is our life yeah. and and even for them for the young men who are caught up in that situation mm. i i hope that they they get the same support because i think for a long time men who have been victimized or traumatized don't feel like they have any avenues for support mm. the way the women do and mm. You know they continue to be traumatized by that yeah. isolation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's an interesting. It's a definitely interesting time to be alive, and I don't know if this will really translate into me too now in the workplace because mm-hmm. I know in Kenya it's happening. Oh yes, yeah. for sure, it's happening, and mm-hmm. you know, it, I I don't know if we'll get to that point where even corporate Kenya wakes up to mm-hmm. the reality of. Mm-hmm what they're doing to their employees yeah, i mean it starts it starts here and i hope i hope it it becomes um the issues that uh, i'm sure are being experienced like you said in corporate uh, kenya mm-hmm. uh 
start to get resolved through the voices of these ladies Young, at least yeah. it has to start somewhere the right? campus chicks are, yeah. are taking the, that stand so hopefully the corporate women will be like yeah us too us too add yeah. us to that list of yeah corporate ladies and guys in that sense yeah so i don't know this has been an interesting topic i'd really like to hear from you guys listening in uh, let us know if this has happened to you if you've heard this uh, from someone else yeah. if uh, uh, what your thoughts are um, we would really like to hear from you so uh, tweet uh, instagram facebook email <laughs> Contact us. Uh, yeah. Our handles on all these platforms are at Chopmaoni, C H O P M A O N I. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Bye bye.